Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Go in Peace, a daily podcast from the Houghton College Chapel Office, where each day we take a look at one of our college lectionary texts and we ponder provocative thoughts so that we can truly go in peace to love and serve the Lord. My name is Michael Jordan, and I'm Dean of the Chapel here at Houghton. It's my great privilege to talk with you each weekday. And uh, today, uh, sorry, each week uh, we take a look at one of our lectionary texts together. Each week they are themed to a different theme, and this week's texts have to do with joy. And so this week we'll be talking about that theme, how God gives us joy. And so today's uh, readings are, uh, as always, our lectionary readings can be found on our website, so just go to houghton.edu and click on Spiritual Life and you'll find them there. Uh, There's always a Psalm reading, Old Testament reading, and New Testament reading, and the readings for today are Psalm 32, Habakkuk 3, 16 to 19, and John 16, 16 to 24. And uh, each day I just take one of these lectionary texts to focus on, and so today I'm going to focus on the 32nd Psalm with you. Let me just go ahead and read that for you. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, my strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found. Surely, when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding but must be controlled by bit and bridle, else they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord, and be glad, you righteous. Sing, all you who are upright in heart. And uh, my privilege today to talk to you just briefly about what we see in the middle of this psalm, kind of looking at verses 3, 4, and 5. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. There's a way in which... uh, the imagery in this parable is really, or the imagery in the psalm is very, um, it's very striking. Uh, I'm looking at the first snow flurries of the winter here outside as I record this, and um, and yet this has us thinking about a different time of year, my strength being sapped as in the heat of summer. We think about the groaning that comes feeling like your bones are wasting away, feeling like God's hand is heavy upon us like the oppressive summer heat. And of course, whenever we read those kinds of metaphors in scripture, we have to ask ourselves, like, what what is supposedly causing this feeling? And here that answer is given to us in verse 5. The solution to this is acknowledging our sin to God and not covering up our iniquity. And I like that idea of when I think about the times in my life where I'm very concerned with projecting a certain image, making people think well of me, hiding that which is going on inside of me, um, that takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of emotional energy, mental energy, you might say psychic energy or spiritual energy. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of work to constantly keep um, a check 
on my inner self coming out, if that makes sense. When we talk about the word integrity, sometimes we think it means behaving well, but really the word integrity just kind of implies a kind of uh, coherence between our outward life and our inward life, that those two things are the same, that I'm expressing outwardly what I'm feeling inwardly. That's being a person of integrity. And it takes a lot of work to not be a person of integrity and yet to project uh, a particular image that you wish to protect, project. Um, it's very common, of course, in the world of ministry, right? We know there are all these stories of ministers who sort of uh, fall into some sort of misdeed, and, and then it's revealed that what was going on in their inner life was different than what was going on in their outer life. And it's very important to realize that the way that the psalmist talks about bringing those two things into coherence is not by relentlessly chipping away at the outward life. It's not through all this uh, kind of, um, just kind of, uh, it's not expressed through, through actions, really, or a relentless management of our public image. Instead, it's about acknowledging our sin. This is where it begins. Now, of course, neither the psalmist nor the God who inspires the psalmist wants us to remain in sin. Right? But the reality is, until we can acknowledge, hey, this is going on in me, <laughs> then we're really not going to grow. We're really not going to change. Um, because to us in that moment, it seems much too inconvenient to think about changing something in our inner life. Because we don't really instinctively believe that it's going to change that, that we can do that without somehow damaging our outward behavior, right? We've, we've got this delicate balance in place where we're working really hard to keep our inner self hidden, um, but we, we really deeply fear anything in our inner life coming out because we're afraid it's going gonna, it's gonna to show poorly on us. But the psalmist says, Then I acknowledge my sin to you. Then I don't try to keep it hidden. And all of a sudden, <laughs> what I discover is that all the energy that I used to give to managing my public image... I can now take that energy and use it to start thinking about, hey, how do I really want to live? How do I want to live differently? And of course, then the psalmist goes into this like, so let's pray to God. Use this energy that you have now to pray to God, look for his, uh, his instruction, and he'll give us instruction, right? Like, as long as we are ready to be led, as long as we are ready to be instructed, God's going to give it. And so the result of this is ultimately the theme of the week joy. Rejoice in the Lord. Be glad you're righteous. Sing all you who are upright in heart. Like, to be at that place of joy where we are living out something that's utterly congruous with our inner life, but it's also the person that we deeply want to be, that's such a wonderful feeling. And I won't say that I know it all the time, right? Like, I've got growing to do. I've got learning to do. But those moments where I can say, yes, right now, projecting an outer image of whatever is not just hard work for me, but because I'm really becoming a different person on the inside, it's just a matter of living out freely and expressing um, what's going on inside of me. That's great cause for joy, because we're getting close to the life that God has for us to live. And how important it is right now as we look forward to the American uh, national election tomorrow, to be people who are able to radiate that kind of joy, not through relentless management of our public image, but by learning to be joyful people who bring our inner and outer lives into congruence. God, we're thankful um, for the ability that you give us to be frank and honest with you, and for the way in which honesty with you can lead to honesty with others and ourselves. We pray, God, that you will make us people who are honest about what's going on inside of us and are not so concerned with our public image that we can't acknowledge the real um, the thoughts and, and deeds of our heart. We thank you for 
uh, the different communities that we are a part of. I know I'm thankful to be very part of Houghton, uh, very thankful to be part of Houghton. I know the people who are listening are parts of their own churches, and we pray, God, that you will give uh, each community that these listeners belong to, help them to be safe places for them to acknowledge who they really are so that we can grow into becoming different people, people who give you thanks and praise in all things. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, I look forward to chatting with you again tomorrow. Until then, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.